1: Hey there, Low Winter Sun fans. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another Low Winter Sun after show. This is episodes 109 and 110, uh, Ann Arbor and Surrender. I am Matt Lieberman. Joining me tonight, as always, is the fantastic Miss Oriana Leo. Hello, everybody. Uh, Steph Z, unfortunately, will not be joining us tonight. She uh, has taken part in a wonderful uh, project project. For The Friend Project, which is an amazing charity, nonprofit that is helping spread bu- awareness about bullying in schools. And we wish her well. We and sure we, do, and we miss her. We miss her, and we encourage you all to check out The Friend Project online, friendproject.com. Please do. Uh, but we are here talking about the two-hour season finale of Low Winter Sun. <sighs> wow. Wow. I know.
2: What just happened?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it, it, it's like a big, stiff drink. That you like really I, stiff, really, really stiff. and I'm still choking on it just a, little, a bit. little bit Um, to end the season like that. It was just and I know like this is a grim show, right? Yes. And it's it's never shied away from that from moment one. This has been a dark show. It's been about, you know, what dark things lurk within men's hearts. Right. You know, and and the evils uh, that we do. And corruption and so on.
2: But but now I'm wondering if I really wanted to know in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) If I wanted
1: to go that deep. Did I want to go that deep? I don't think I did. I know, because by the end of it... I just hated everybody, (laughs) everybody, and so many people are dead, Damon is dead, Sean's going to prison uh, for the murders of Anton Bobek and Brendan and Billy Hobson, because he's taking the fall for Frank for reasons unknown, maybe just he's, he's just tired of being on the street, tired of being alive. I bet you he
2: just wants to sleep under bed. Yeah. I mean, he'd get that for a few nights in jail.
1: But he was getting it at Frank's place.
2: Yeah, I think he just, he was, he's done. He's done. And, <laughs> I mean, we've got, uh, Skelos is dead. Skelos is dead. And his Damon
1: is dead. Damon's
2: dead. I mean, who's, like, Maya is pretty much, and Joe and Frank are the only people left standing.
1: Uh, yeah, Danny's still there. Danny's still there, yeah. but... Man, all I right. Know.
2: We've got quite a bit to cover.
1: I know we got a lot to cover, and and not a lot of time to do it in. So let's just let's just talk about episode nine. Now, this was a massive departure from the structure of the series thus far. It was a purely Frank focused episode, as we witnessed his kind of free fall. In the wake of Katya's murder. Right. Um, As he's kind of like haphazardly making plans. He's like... He's not entirely sure what to do. He's manic. He's manic.
2: And we've seen this side of him before, but this time it's so much worse.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because he's half trying to get ready to confess and to bust uh, uh, Dawson and Joe and bring down the whole department. And the other half of him is trying to escape And then, after he has a heart attack, because he's not sure what he's doing, he just runs back to his ex-wife. Well, after he
2: carjacks a poor woman and throws
1: money at her. Yeah, he's throwing money everywhere. Bankrupting himself in the process.
2: I mean, he's so incredibly self-destructive. Yes. And he's, not only that, he can't even commit to destructing himself. Mm -hmm. He's got one foot in and one foot out of everything he's doing. Like he said, he's running away to Germany because it's far. Yeah. And yet... He's also stepping back in time into this relationship with his ex-wife. And he's also trying to rat out the entire department. He's, like, trying to just burn everything in his past. Mm -hmm. But it's just like he can't commit to even one thing.
1: He's, like, he's losing it. He's completely lost. He's completely lost because he's just, like... Uh, there's no sense of self, nothing to live for. You know, what do I represent? Who am I? And that's
2: what Sean says. He said, it's hard to be alive sometimes, isn't it? hmm And I thought to, to have that at the front of the show. Yeah. To really discuss how heavy it is to live. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay. Well, we it sure is for those guys, once choosing to go to death row. Yes. Um, rather than live on the streets of Detroit, if that's not a statement.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. I
2: know. It's just so heavy.
1: I, I like the weight of this two-hour finale. Like, that's the thing. I wish that they had spread it out over two weeks because that was the original plan, you know? Because just like see, seeing that back-to-back just like took... Nails in the coffin. Yeah. Well, no. It was like it just boom, like Ugh. took the air out of my lungs. I totally agree with you. Um, You know, because I felt like I was drowning right there with Frank. And, you know, he's at
2: the pool, He and he goes to the bank,
1: mm-hmm. and he
2: has this complete meltdown that is so embarrassing because it's in front of everyone, you know, the poor bank employees mm-hmm. that don't know how to respond, you yeah. know? Go ahead, look at the screen.
1: Yeah, look at the screen. I've been, I've been here 16 years. I was here when you were Forrester, and then when you were this, and when you were that, and now you don't have enough cash on hand because I need $18,000 because I'm leaving the country and I want to send it all to my ex-wife in a creepy package with records and books. Huh? So and we've
2: <laughs> and we've all seen we've all seen this happen somewhere right yeah. where someone has a meltdown and you're just thinking oh my gosh like some oh. there's that the cane from the old style like oh, yeah. theater the da, sandman da, da, yeah da, like get this guy off the stage yeah
1: sandman's giving you the hook to get you off
2: that's what I was hoping yeah. was gonna happen so
1: here's a question we were talking about this a little bit while we were watching during one of the commercial breaks. Was um, these packages that he's been sending to his ex-wife? Yes. Right. So th- apparently he started sending them right around when he started seeing Katya, mm-hmm. um, and we were one asking ourselves why? Wh- why would he start? You know, breaking the the restraining order mm-hmm. now, and uh, why? Why uh, because of Katya? And I, the first thing I said was like, okay, maybe it's because he feels guilty that he met someone and that he's feeling all these feelings for her. But Frank seems so confused about whether or not those feelings were real that I'm not even sure if that sticks.
2: I know, and I was very confused, and the reason I brought up the question in the first place was, you know, his wife says... Was it real to Frank about the relationship? And yeah. I, for a moment, because I'm looking at how how uh, distraught Frank is, I'm kind of thinking, "Oh my God, he's mentally ill." Yeah. Like Conde like, was a figment of his imagination. No, no, no. Let's then not- it's
1: like, wait, no, she was murdered no, last yeah. week, so she was real. She was
2: real. But <laughs> when she when she asked him, "Was it real?" Yeah. It sounds like. When she says, Was she blonde? He's Mm -hmm. pretty much just been recreating his ex wife over and over again because he can't touch her, talk to her, send her anything. Oh man. He has, he was violent, whatever he was with her in their past, Mm -hmm. he has been separated from her. And it sounds like perhaps there's, he's, he projects her onto these women.
1: It's entirely possible. And it's
2: bizarre that he'd be sending all these packages to his wife while He's having this bizarre love, love affair and getting entrapped in this case with Katya. I'm yeah. doing finger quotes because we don't know her real name. You know
1: what this like? This is bringing me back to back in the Catacombs episode mm-hmm. where he like has sex with the prostitute. Yes, that um, looks just like her. Yeah, uh, and it, like I guess I'd kind of forgotten about the darkness inside Frank for a while because he's supposed the to be an our-
2: addiction. Right, he's our protagonist. You're yeah. supposed to root for him, but.
1: But Man. like the dude is obsessive and kind of pathetic and about scary and scary. And yeah. Terrifying unhinged in this episode.
2: He s- sits there once he realizes that his ex-wife has has a newborn child. Yeah. And he's like, and he's
1: like, I'm going to kill
2: myself. That would be the right thing to do. I'm going to eat a gun yeah. in th- in this house. You should leave the room.
1: Yeah. I don't want you to see this. And he's – and she panics and she's about trying to talk him out of it. And something tells me that this isn't the first time he's threatened to kill himself in front of her.
2: Exactly. And he also mentions, you know, that place I don't like to be touched? Yeah. And that triggered something, to me, his back. It made me think, like, was that where he got his beatings?
1: Maybe. Do you know
2: what I mean? Like, where is this coming from? Well, no,
1: but, but, like, there's also kind of layers to that comment – Because the place I don't like to be touched, even when she she touched me there, I was fine. That also can kind of mean an internal thing of just like, you know, I don't like letting people in, but I was able to let her in. Right. And I couldn't even let you in that way. Right. It was trying Um, to be a
2: stab or something like that. Yeah,
1: maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But it
2: also seems hard to believe really, really, Katya, the girl that you don't even know her real name, Uh, could touch your special spot, Frank. uh, Really, Frank? Yeah. I'm not buying it.
1: <laughs> okay. I know that this is, like, jumping way ahead, but we have to talk about this last moment of the series. Yeah, Because it's all I can think about right now. Now, you guys know, at this point, if you're familiar with AfterBuzz podcast, we watch the show and then immediately come into the studio to talk about it. Right. There's maybe a ten-minute buffer. Maybe. Between.
2: It's as fresh as fresh can get.
1: Yeah. Fresh as a fresh daisy, perhaps. 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 So... <laughs> The last moment of this show is he goes to the coroner, in Chicago, and he identifies Katya's body, which, if she was pushed out of a window of, from the height that I'm pretty sure they were at, there's no way her face was that together. No way. It would have been a damn pancake. It would be
2: a pancake face, especially because even if she put her hands out to right? break her
1: fall... The hands would have would just disintegrated. <laughs> <would green> in, <laughs> yeah,
2: which isn't that funny, but it is, I mean, her
1: face... It is, because it's like, unless, unless she, like... Went feet first and, like, fell down. No, no, no. Unless she, like, fell down, straight down, just, like, feet first. And then, like, the whole body scrunched (laughs) into, like, an accordion thing.
2: Okay, what if he pushed (laughs) her over head first and then she did some, Uh, what if she did some flips? Right. And she landed on her back or feet or
1: maybe she landed on an awning and that helped break the fall whatever she
2: could could have hit a couple times on the way down
1: (laughs) there could have been
2: some bouncing this is what this show does to you I know
1: I know I know but then here's (laughs) but here's the thing so he he identifies her and he's like I want to arrange a funeral I'm a friend okay uh what's her name and he's thinking about it crickets crickets and he realizes I did all this shit
2: For this woman I love. For this
1: woman I love. She
2: understands me. Who
1: I still don't know for sure that she loved me back. And I still don't know her actual name. Exactly. And I killed a man over it and caused all this damage. And so many lives have been changed or ruined or hurt because of – because I – because, because of, of this, what? Because of he doesn't it's, even know. He doesn't even he know. He doesn't even know. And I think on some level, he's not even sure what's real and what's not about the relationship well, anymore what actually happened.
2: And that's the thing is I felt like at this point, I'm like, this is psychosis here. Yeah. Like, now we're looking at psychosis. And now I think we're, as an audience, I felt even – Un- unsure. What really did just happen? What did I just watch?
1: What was this whole series about? What was the whole
2: what was the point? Was anything real, Frank? Was anything real? <laughs> well,
1: no, I I'm sh- a lot of things were definitely real. But in his mind. I know. Well, the, but that's the question that that it like it gave me is like uh, I'm thinking back over the 10 episodes that we watched and I'm like uh, what what was it all for because uh, Sean, the most the most lovable best character lovable. on the show. I totally agree. I mean, granted, he's he's throwing himself in jail to save Frank and like, you know And to
2: have a bed, I think. I think yeah. he wants to die. Yeah. He wants to get killed in prison. Instead of being like death by cop, it's like death sure. by inmate.
1: Sure. But like he's going to jail and like everybody's dying. Dead. It's death for it's everyone. Like, what how would we do a season two? What I don't would be understand. what what what
2: where would we start? There's nothing left. Like the whole entire storyline, everything has just it's like Frank just poured gasoline all over yeah. it, lit a match. And, and here sh- we woof. are at the end of the season going, what do we even have left?
1: I don't know. I mean, let's OK, let's break it down. Right. So we've got Maya, Maya. and Maya and Nick. Uh, Maya still, she's at some point she's hopes to Auntie
2: Maya. Aunt Maya, her kids don't even know that she's that their, their mom.
1: And her sister says, "Don't you even think about trying to take them All back.
2: Rip your life apart.
1: Exactly. Whoa, whoa, Thanks, sis. major threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got Nick, who like we saw some flirt vibes in the earlier part well, of the season. Everybody likes Maya. I know, but she might rely on him. And you know he's he's a wounded animal. She likes those. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, let's break it down, okay. right? We yeah, got, she
2: loves wounded animals. Yeah,
1: she loves wounded animals. So, like, they might wind up together, but then, like, we what's... Have,
2: Danny is still in the police department, but Frank says, hey, you're a good cop, you should get out of here.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that was a warning to her, both, like, I know that you, you ratted on me and I survived, you know, keep your head on a swivel, but also, you know, you're a good cop, this place will is, poison you. Yes. And, like, that's the thing. The whole season has just been about how... All police in Detroit are corrupt, that there's no saving. The system. There's no saving the people who uh, require the system to be alive. So many times in this two-hour finale, cops were like, "We're the people who keep you safe. We do this, we do that, and we and on and on cut pensions and cut pay." You know, there was that scene, that scene with Frank listening in the car to the guy on the radio talking about you know how how you don't expect even a good cop to come uh, you know down to what Highland Park. Yes. Yeah. You know, and then you're they just screwed. said, you know,
2: the bus driver is going to drive into the river because his paycheck is going to get cut. Exactly. And don't expect the fire department to come rescue because they don't have any, have any will to to yeah. come out either. But it's the same thing. It's like, they, like he's saying, cut the paychecks. You are going to have even more corrupt cops. Mm-hmm. But these guys feel the need to defend themselves and defend their honor, even though they
1: are corrupt.
2: They have no honor to yeah. defend. <laughs> it's it's really ironic
1: it's It's very ironic, uh, man, it's just like <laughs> I, like what I've no will to live after this after these episodes, because it's all about it, all it's telling us is that life is, terrible, life is terrible, and you will die or go to jail, or you have to live with your sins, yeah. which might be the worst thing of all
2: the worst thing, the worst message of all is Joe Gettys It's like, oh, yeah. is I made a deal with the devil? I've done a lot of horrible things. And I have to live with it. That's your punishment. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the world. That's how right. the world works. You're either going to die. Or you're going to live with the horrible things you did to stay alive.
1: Yeah, and that's- and he gets to raise his daughter. You know, like nothing ever happened. Like you know his his mom and his daughter are making those great looking sandwiches, and he's like, hey, listen up. You're not leaving my house." <laughs> You're going to go to school. You go to church. And the cycle
2: continues. You're going to keep your nose
1: clean. Yeah, exactly. And I
2: think that's what we're feeling right now is how depressing it is that the cycle continues because it does. Yeah. The cycle of life but also the cycle of poverty and the cycle of corruption and the cycle – I mean look at what's going on in our own freaking government right now. Mm -hmm. We're not even getting started. But how ridiculous are are these things that happen? They happen in Detroit. They were captured. But as an audience – I'm not sure that I want to feel that.
1: it's 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 hard. like two the sh- hours yeah. I felt
2: a little I felt a little bit so, down.
1: i want I want to ask you about this, okay. We've talked a lot this season about how Low Winter Sun is a show that asks a lot of its audience. yes, um that it re- it's not going to sugarcoat things and it's not going to make things easy to digest. You have to keep your mind working at all times just to be on the same page as the series. It's not always fun. It's rarely fun. (laughs) And, like, now, at the end of it, I'm like, can a series ask too much of its audience?
2: My feeling the answer is yes. (laughs) I have a sore throat from swallowing, and my stomach hurts. Yeah. Because it was, like bricks going down i mean it's not enjoyable i mean the cinematography is beautiful
1: so so many grim stark images like when he was at the pool the way that was shot was like so beautiful and devastating
2: devastating and the devastation that we know from the cast we've had in that that's all real Mm -hmm. none of that is staged Mm -hmm. the desolation of detroit yeah you know the disparity of detroit that we know that that's all real and it's beautifully shot but um Man, it's just – I can't get that quote. You are death, yeah, Frank.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And like that's just – and it's kind of me- moment- memento-esque in that sense that what has been revealed to us throughout the series yeah. is that we should have never felt bad for him in the first place. No. Do you know what I mean? Like no. He's just as dirty, disgusting, um, unstable.
1: And maybe that's what this season was about, was about – Frank, who everyone thought was a good cop, he thought was a good cop, realizing that he's no better than anyone else. Than anybody else. Yeah. It's watching this guy get swallowed by his own corruption and by the end of it realize that he's, you know, he's doomed. He's a doomed man. He's doomed to hell.
2: And like Sean said, you he's and been me swallowed, played. swallowed by the system. He said, you and me played and lost. The only difference is that I know it
1: and mm-hmm. you don't. It's uh, it's one hell of a quote.
2: Sean is the, I mean, the best character to me because he t- says it like it is, mm-hmm. and because he's broken, yeah. I feel like that affords him the the clarity and the ability to really tell it like it is. Everyone else is so narcissistic, like they can't look in the mirror and really see the truth. Mm-hmm. They're all trying to cover it, cover everything up and spin it and make it look and sound. And I think that has to be so confusing to who you really are at all. Once you lie, 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 right? Yeah. Do you even know what a lie is anymore, they ask?
1: Yeah. No, I and I'm sure Frank's not even sure anymore. He has no idea where to go from here. He's going on psych leave. And, uh, you know, when he comes back, if he comes back, you know, things are never going to be the same. The one positive thing is, um, so, like, let, let's... I'm going to get to it, but let's talk about Damon because it's connected to it. So, Whoa. Like, I know. So, like, he caps Skelos after, okay. So, yes. after a season of, like, should I kill, go after Skelos? <laughs> should I not? Oh, it's too dangerous. <laughs> he shoots him so easily. Wait, wait. Hold
2: on. Empty intersection. Just yeah. bump him from the back, run around, bang, bang, stuff him in the trunk, leave. Boom. Done. done. Why wasn't this done earlier, Damon? That's what I'm saying. Five episodes ago. It was, ago, so, it was easy. so easy.
1: Where was the other security? is it was Skilo so arrogant that he only has a driver and no security? Really bizarre. But it's it, also like an only in Detroit thing where that like whole stretch of no like 3 blocks nobody. nobody was there.
2: There was no witnesses. Yeah. Not a single witness. That's
1: insane.
2: That's insane and that's True life.
1: Yeah. In broad daylight. But you're right.
2: And maybe that was because it was so brazen. That was why they got away with it. But it did, the way the scene played, it just was too easy. Especially after all this. However, Damon finally had something to lose. And that was Maya. Maya had walked. Yeah. And he felt like, well, it's now or never, right? Yeah, exactly. And so he was willing to to take the risk. But (laughs) it just seemed like... And not just that, but how dumb is this guy Mm -hmm. that he thinks he's going to knock off Skelos and nothing's going to happen?
1: Well, it seemed like everything was going to go his way. Gus was like, you know, hey, everyone hears that, you know, you did this. You got you got pull now. We got a new connect. Like, it's all good, man. You know, like you you sleep off that heat. And when you come back, we got business, baby. Not so. Because Reverend Lowdown's guys.
2: Reverend Lowdowns is the man.
1: Reverend Lowdown is the man. And that's
2: he's. that he's definitely uh, keeps it on the DL. I
1: know. I love that about he's him. He's so effing cool. And that to me is like, the one cool thing going forward is if we get a season two, mm-hmm. uh, he might come more into full, full uh, not full circle, but he might be a larger part of the story. Right. And I love him. Yeah. He's badass. He is badass. And he's got like an anger on for, uh, for Frank Agnew. Totally. Yeah. And
2: I love his... Just the way he goes about his business, like Mm -hmm. he likes everything sewn up tight, you know, no loose edges. And I like – I just like his style. It's very smooth. But he's been – he's kind of like, I've been here the longest. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm the closest with my community. Yeah. You know, and he kind of proved it he had the last laugh he had totally. the last word I also don't know what smashing a cell phone with a brick does because all you need is a sim card and you get all the information out of it oh whatever <laughs> oh now you're gonna give him a break
1: no only because he's what about my second face Katya's face I don't give a break I but give Reverend can- <laughs> Lowdown a break because he's awesome okay <laughs> and he can it- smash a phone with a well, brick well it's like it's like you know how many, peop- how many people are going to find smashed phones in Detroit? Well, they're Aaron, they're Aaron probably Hernandez everywhere.
2: thought he was going to get away with murder by smashing his phone and okay. his security camera, and it didn't work. Okay. Just saying. Well,
1: it doesn't man. work. Reverend Lowdown, learn from Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> yeah, take notes. And clean up your, sh- your Just shit. Burn
2: it. Or yeah. acid. Like, I've heard that works really well.
1: I've heard that works really well. Um, yeah. <laughs> hydrofluoric acid. That's what it is. Is that what it is? Hydro- well, it's, that's a breaking bad reference. Oh, okay. Um, AMC. <laughs> Story matters here. Anyway, <laughs> um,
2: oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. Tell me um, where. Oh yes, yeah, so we were talking about Damon and how he got gets gunned down by. Yeah. First of all, where was his gun?
1: Yeah. Okay, that, that was really confusing because really he reaches for it and it's not there. Did he just leave it in the room? I mean, like we we should have rewound to see, but. Uh, Nick maybe di-
2: someone can tweet us.
1: Yeah. Nick or, didn't steal his gun. No.
2: Or maybe post on the YouTube link. We really – I miss that as well. Maybe it was just sort of – it kind of showing like he wasn't on top of things. Nope. He wasn't paying attention. He thought he was safe he in Flint. He thought he was safe and he yeah. certainly wasn't.
1: He, I mean he wasn't safe from loud sex <laughs> next <laughs> yeah. door.
2: Well, yeah. I mean he really let his guard down yes. is what he did. And just not thinking that he was going to be a target pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Um, are we? Can we go on to Boyd yet? Please, okay. that's where I was going next. Because that, for me, I did get a lot of enjoyment from that. Oh, scene. totally. I wanted Boyd to be humiliated, even though, yes, Boyd, you were right. He got
1: it all right. <laughs> he got it dude's, all right. Dude's a good detective,
2: but it doesn't. It didn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's humiliated.
1: Oh yeah, but like, what excites me the most about that was how completely crazy. <laughs> that made him yes and he's like i you know i was right you know i was right smash, smash 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 and then we see him go to his apartment he strips off all his clothes except for his like his wife beater and his boxers and socks. Yeah. And his socks
2: pours half a glass of vodka or
1: like he, yeah, he pours like half a liter of vodka and <laughs> like we see he's got a tattoo. He's got a D, uh, DT, DPD shield tattoo. And I'm just like, that's like what I would love to see next season is I want to peel back more layers of this guy. Cause he's obsessed with this thing. I would he's love not going to let it, it go away.
2: Prequel. I'd love to see him before he turned into this guy. Really? Yeah, I'd love to see him when he was on the force.
1: Boyd rising.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's watching
1: the,
0: the security, security
2: can- tape. I mean, this guy, and I loved it when Frank said in the interview when, you know, when Boyd turned to pin it on Frank and Joe, and he's like, I think he's unstable. And he, uh, that was well played mm-hmm. because boy, did he just crumble. He, Boyd crumbled. Oh, yeah. And it was he's so smarmy and so disgusting. And the thing is, is that as internal affairs, he went about it in such a like disgusting slimy way mm-hmm. that, and then getting, you know, Danny to wear a wire. Like it's yeah. just gross.
1: I know. No, it, there's
2: no winners in this story. There's no like, winners. There's no one for us to root for at the end. <laughs>
1: there's no winners. And the wi- viewers aren't the winner either. Cause it was just like, it was so dark and like, I just I just want to go hug somebody me for like too. a full week. Will
2: you hug me? Yeah. But wait, are you sick?
1: No. Are you sure? I'm getting over being sick. Okay. Yeah. Well,
2: we might have to You'll hug it. You'll have to it. take
1: your chances. Yeah,
2: we might have to hug it out okay. because this really took a lot out of me, uh, that's for sure. Beautiful performances. <laughs> I mean, beautiful cinematography. Oh, yeah. There's so many things in isolation when you separate it out that mm-hmm. you can appreciate so much about this series. But put all together, it's Beautiful misery. Oh, yeah.
1: You know, Mark Strong in part nine, in episode nine, was fantastic. Trevor Long is just...
2: He's incredible. So
1: awesome. I love him. He's my new favorite I know. My new favorite actor. I, 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 if he's listening, you know, yeah. big up to you, dude, because, like... Stole the show. I know.
2: I tweeted that the during The whole it.
1: first season yeah. is just yours. Yeah, I
2: totally agree. Um but i do I do think the answer to the question is a show can ask too much of its audience, yeah, we saw that was that it's not just the intellectual investment, but it's an emotional investment, and sometimes it, you have a choice do I want to to invest this much emotionality that's going to make me feel do I want
1: to feel this way sad
2: and lonely, yeah. And and that I need to go hug someone afterwards. I mean, it's the reason
1: why, like you know, a lot of people <laughs> tell me I should watch The Walking Dead. I'm like, I can't handle Mm-mm. that level of just intensity. It's the reason why I didn't like the killing, mm. you know, as like it's it just like just nothing but bleak darkness. I mean, like, granted, there's a show, a British show called Broadchurch that's very much the same way, but I loved Broadchurch, so it's not every show. But, like, that one... Maybe that's because you have a British humor? No, I think it's because I liked everyone on it. Oh. I liked all the characters. Did you see the
2: movie Winter's Bone? I did. Okay, so that movie is very dark.
1: Very grim, but yeah. And
2: grim, but it's a movie. Yeah. You go in, you watch it for an hour and 45 minutes, and then you're out. Yeah. And you can feel it, you can love it, you can hate it, you can have your commentary on it. But I think to revisit something every single week and to start getting invested mm-hmm. in characters and never getting to see anybody win. In fact, seeing them all get slaughtered. <laughs> lose. Yeah. is just I'm real I'm depressed.
1: I know. And like there's a difference you're right between uh a movie which is contained and getting involved in a series which potentially you could be invested in for several years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 an ongoing almost series of novels. And like this brutal bleak detective story novel like, just fills me with doubts and questions. And and I'm sure that that's what Chris Mundy wanted sure. from his audience. You know, the the question is, will the audience return if they're given another opportunity? I, I hope that they get the second season. I hope that they're able to, you know, make more episodes. I want to see how this show would evolve from here. Because honestly, we're not sure how.
2: I Yeah, I, I certainly can't imagine yeah. um, what would be believable. And I know that... It just—it would be a question of would I want to put in the effort of understanding and unpacking every episode, just knowing that everyone's gonna die. <laughs> that's pretty. That's kind of how yeah. I feel, you know. And like I watch Boardwalk Empire, mm-hmm. I watch other violent shows. It's not the violence that gets me, but it's knowing that you can you can follow a character long enough, yeah. to build a relationship with them, to want to root for them in some way. You, they get humanized. You. Yeah, you,
1: you know you ha- you root for them. I feel like just some of the deaths weren't earned, like that. That's the Damon, thing. When Damon died, I was like, I was like, what the hell? What? What? Even Skilos too. Both yeah. of those deaths. What?
2: And maybe that was also on purpose to make us feel the random senselessness of
1: it all. But yeah. again.
2: Really depressing.
1: Yes.
2: (laughs) So now that everyone knows how we feel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now that everyone knows how we feel, you could tweet at us or hit us up on YouTube or on iTunes and let us know your thoughts on the finale. Yes. Speaking of iTunes, you could go on there. Tell your friends to subscribe if you want to tell them to get into this show. They like complicated, you know, adult fare you know, tell them to get into the show and to listen to our after show. And leave us a review, leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought of the season, what you think of us, what you hope for going forward. I hope we get another chance to host this show next year. Uh, time will tell.
2: I hope, Matt, I hope you and I get to host again. And stuff, see. We, we need to have a, you know, hopefully this show, but whatever it is. Yeah, we'll,
1: we'll get the band back together. We'll get the band to back together. Don't you worry. Okay. All right. Um, I think let's just talk predictions for next season.
2: Predictions. Yeah. Everybody dies.
1: <laughs>
0: and now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions.
1: All right. I think next season we're going to see Frank come back to the police force. Uh, his guilt still weighing on him, but with, but with a brand new case to solve uh, that perhaps opens some old wounds. I think we're going to see more of his ex-wife. I think you don't introduce that character for a one-off. I think we see more of her. I think, um, I think Maya and Nick totally bang in season two. <laughs> Sorry to be so coarse, but that's just totally what's going to happen. Uh, um, I don't know what's going to happen with Danny. Joe is terrible. Sean is going to be on death row. Um, and Reverend Lowdown is going to be awesome. And I hope we see him in every episode. Absolutely.
2: I think, yeah, I also think that, uh, you know, Sean's going to be on death row, complicating things for Maya because she is still attached to him in one way or another. And she just lost Damon. Sure. So she's really fragile. Um, I'm wondering if Danny would make her way to the FBI and, and, even, I don't know, start investigating the department for something. I That'd don't know. That'd be cool. It would be interesting. Yeah. I'd also like to see the unraveling of Boyd. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, to yeah, see definitely. That's
1: what I want to see. Continue
2: to try to find his way into that department or to just watch him lose it because yeah. he's so unlikable. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the second season opens with Frank in the psych
1: ward. I don't think he's going to be in the psych ward. He's on psych leave, so he's just like... I wouldn't be
2: surprised okay, if he's in the psych okay, ward, you know? Okay. Psych leave. This guy is nuts. He's, he's lost it. Yeah. He's psychotic. He really needs to... The fact that he can go... That message he left for Doe. I haven't eaten and I haven't slept and I feel like God, that's a bipolar. That's
1: crazy. That's
2: bipolar. That's where like someone doesn't sleep for five or six days and then they crash. It gets really not normal. No. So I'm thinking that maybe he needs to get some meds and some rest. Okay. And we may be seeing that in the next episode.
1: Okay. I agree. Or next season. Okay. Um, Oriana Leo, where can the people find you? The
2: people can find me on Twitter at Miss Oriana Leo, and that's O-R-I-A-N-A-L-E-O, or on Instagram. It's just Oriana Leo there.
1: Okay. And you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find me here on After Buzz TV on the Sleepy Hollow, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Sons of Anarchy aftershows. Thank you so—oh, oh, Oriana's and on I'm the show. And I'm doing
2: Hello, Ladies and American Horror Story as well. Yeah. Yes. Well, you can find me there.
1: Okay, great. Thank you all for a great season, and uh, hopefully we'll see you next year. If not, I hope to
0: see you on another AfterBuzz show. Good night. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com.